Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. For November 5th, 2022, the moon is in waning gibbous. Some ways to work with the waning gibbous energy is banishing, removing negativity, rest, and surrendering. For November 5th, 2022, the moon sign is in Aries. Aries rules over the head, teeth, and tongue. Surgeries are not recommended for this phase of the moon. Moving on to the card of the week, which is the Nine of Cups. And the description reads, uh, Nine of Cups upright. You are deeply satisfied with everything that you have. The planets have aligned and you have everything that you have wished. Excuse me, wished for. Count your blessings and express gratitude for everything that you have created. With that being said, um, I want to try something a little different this week. So I'm going to first share um, some, um, some things that I have recently started doing on a regular basis. Um, and I started these about... I'd say almost three weeks ago. Um, if you all remember, um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that um, my mental health wasn't, you know, the best. I was I was dealing with some issues. Um, well, I, uh, if you so to speak, I climbed out of that funk I was in, and um, shortly after that. I uh, got a phone call from, uh, well, first a text message, and I didn't know who it was, so I called the number. Silly me. I shouldn't have done that. It was my mother, which sent me on a whole nother spiral of issues. Um, This one didn't last as long as the first. Um, I was quickly able to pull myself out of it and realize that she's just being manipulative and all of that uh, as usual but um so I started thinking what can I do what can I implement in my life on a daily basis so when these situations pop up um my mother now will never be able to contact me because I made sure this time that I blocked her number. But um, dealing with family isn't the only issue that um, stresses me out or sends me into depression. Life is full of different issues that everyone ha- uh, has to deal with from time to time. So the big one that I started doing was... Um, about an hour before I go to bed and then at least the first hour of every morning I do not speak I don't even talk out loud to myself Um, if somebody calls me uh, I don't answer the phone 
Um, if it's an emergency, I might send a text message because obviously that doesn't involve um, the need to speak. I mean, it's convenient to, sp- uh, you know, speak a text, you know, but it's not mandatory. So if like the call was crucial and so then they text me, then I respond. But at least, like I mentioned, the first, um, the hour before bed, so as I'm preparing to get ready for bed, and at least the first hour, you know, to start my day. So if I get up, let's say, hypothetically, let's say I get up at 6 a.m. in the morning, um, for the minimum, I don't speak until 7 a.m. If I'm able to do it for longer, great. And I'll tell you, what I have noticed Um, the less I speak and the more that I listen um, my anxiety goes down my racing thoughts subside um, and I find that it's easier if um, I'm trying to receive an answer if I've put a question out to the universe or a request Um, my silence makes it easier to listen to what the universe is saying and, and the response that I will be getting back. Um, so that's the number one I want to start off with is, is the silentness, uh, ending and beginning your day. Now we may not all have the opportunity or the luxury of, of being silent, and, and I kind of debated with this myself. And I was like, well, there are t-shirts and everything and people saying, don't talk to me before I have my coffee. So to me, the silence is like my coffee. I've got to have that or I am no good to anyone. Um, some others that I have started implementing is just talking to the wind and it doesn't have to be a windy day this could just be stepping outside and just talking to the sky um so I have some um some things here so if you start doing this and you go out and talking to the wind or just talking to the earth or the sky um here are some things to look out for if the wind and I'm just speaking about the wind uh, in this, but it can be, um, you know, used as well for whatever. If you're talking to a tree or, like I said, the sky. Um, So, um, if the wind goes quiet, it is listening to you speak. So, um, when the... And on the opposite, if the wind picks up and um, is, like, blustery, um, this is a message to not go outside. Um, you know, when the, I, I say, you know, like, when the wind is, like, howling and all that, I always say, oh, it's a Winnie the Pooh blustery day. Um, if any of you remember that Winnie the Pooh movie, that was one of my favorites. I was definitely too old to watch it, but I still watched it anyway. I used my younger siblings as an excuse to why I was watching it. But Winnie the Pooh's for everybody, I guess. But yeah, so if it's really blustery out, um, that's, you know, 
the wind telling you this is a time to stay within, you know, shelter, stay home, uh, don't go out. Um, so that's a message it could be sending to you. Um, the wind already knows everything about you. So never lie. So don't be afraid. Sometimes we're afraid. I know personally for me, this is true. Sometimes I'm afraid to tell people exactly what I'm thinking because I'm afraid it's going to hurt their feelings or it's going to come across too abrupt. I am seriously working on that because nine times out of 10, they don't care. You know, if whatever you say bothers the person, if they don't tell you, that's not our fault. We're not supposed to be mind readers and we're not supposed to guess everything. So, um, With that being said, don't lie to the wind. Don't lie to nature like you might not, like you may lie or not completely tell the truth to a friend or a family member. Um, Listen to storms. Don't talk. So um, I guess this goes back to like when I said don't go outside um, when it's like blustery. This is the time to pay attention and see if you can pick up a message from nature. Um, so those are some tips of like listening to nature. Some other things are, um, telling the moon your thoughts again, uh, mother nature knows what you're thinking. So don't lie. If it's truly on your mind, leave it at, you know, uh, divulge it to the moon. Uh, watch out for signs and, uh, symbols. Um, you know, sometimes we ask, uh, you know, we try to manifest something, but we don't, we forget to ask for signs. Um, and so, um, that's important to look out, you know, instead of just being like, why isn't it showing up? Um, you know, pay attention to the symbols and signs that may be coming your way. Uh, feel the sunshine on your eyes. Now, of course, this doesn't mean looking directly at the sun. That can be very damaging. Um, so this could mean going outside and standing in the sun with your eyes closed If you do want to look at the sun, however, technically you can do this within the first hour before or after the sun rises. So you can like, just as the sun starts peeking over the ridge and starts to come up, you can look at it at that point. But when it's directly in the sky, it's recommended not to. It can very much damage your eyes. Um, to be on the safe side, I've had a tendency of doing it before the sun comes out because I don't want to take any chance either before or after because I don't want to take any chance of any, of damaging my eyes as I'm sure none of us want to damage our eyes. Um, listen to your intuition. Your intuition will never steer you wrong. Um, Be creative and use your imagination. So these are some of the things um, that I, or I should say these are the things that I am 
I have been uh, incorporating uh, on a daily basis. And some of these are easier to do on a daily basis for me than others. Some of them, like the um, talking to the moon or, uh, you know, uh, feeling the sun on your eyes. You know, sometimes I've got to be out of my house before the sun even rises. And I'm like, you know, trying to get ready for my day. And so I'm trying to be quiet because I've got a neighbor downstairs underneath me. And so then I get out and I'm running my errands. I'm doing what I've got to do for the day. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't, you know, talk to the moon last night. Or as the moon was rising, I didn't talk to the moon or I didn't, you know. And so then I stop myself because then I start getting stressed out and I get overwhelmed and I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, and I remind myself, I've got to be easy on myself. You can't be perfect. And so either when I get home, I go and spend some time absorbing the sun or, um, I'm, you know, do my best to talk to the moon that night. Um, so I hope, uh, these, uh, pointers, um, are helpful. And, um, one more thing lately, I've been getting up around, I'd say between two thirty and four, somewhere in that time bracket, which is the witching hour. Um, I've been told that, um, interrupted sleep, not a solid night's sleep. This is, um, part of going through um um ovarian deficiency which pretty much means premenopause but they don't call it premenopause when you're too young for menopause which I don't really think I'm that young for premenopause I'm only 37 it's only a few years off but my doctor says no she wants to call it uh, ovarian deficiency so okay even though (laughs) um So, since my body is preparing for that, uh, for it's preparing for premenopause and then to go into full-fledged menopause, um, I have started to take this time and uh, really just um, see if, like, during that time, if, if the universe is trying to send me any messages, any downloads... And sometimes I just lay in my bed in silence and I just listen to, you know, the birds chirping outside my window and I just kind of just get myself grounded for the the day, you know? I do a little bit of Reiki on myself and then uh, once, you know, if I'm still awake at 4 a.m., then I get up and uh, do yoga, do some stretches. Um, I'm going to start lifting some weights that I probably won't do so early in the morning, but, um, I'm definitely going to start incorporating that into my, um, weekly routine, my daily routine during the week. Um, but with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode about cinnamon. So I was like, Okay, let's talk about cinnamon. First of all, I want to acknowledge this week's episode is our 100th episode for the podcast. I never thought we'd get to this point. 
Um, once I realized it was the 100th episode, I was like, cinnamon isn't really like a special topic. And so that's when I thought, well, let's kind of talk about, you know, uh, let's kind of have two different topics in this week's episode and make it stand out, make it a little unique. So um, I hope you enjoyed the first half of this episode. Now let's jump into uh, cinnamon. So um, let's see here. So cinnamon is um, associated or the magical properties, magical uses for cinnamon are prosperity, luck, healing, protection, spirituality, money, success, attraction. This could be um, aiding in like physical attraction, like, you know, doing like a face mask, etc. But this could also be attraction of like an ideal job or um, attracting a new home, etc. Um, Cinnamon is also associated with speeding up um, any spell that you may be working on. Um, And then I thought, why not add in common things that are associated or used with cinnamon? Especially considering it's fall time right now and a lot of people... um, tend to um, put like a pot on their stove with water and cinnamon and clove. So I'm going to go over some of the most some of the most common uses for that to make your house smell like fall. So clove is generally associated with uh, eating in deep sleep, um, love bond, money, spells and banishing evil citrus and this could be uh, clementine oranges uh, lemons in this case I am when I say citrus I'm speaking about um, oranges are associated with happiness vitality vitality luck prosperity prosperity creativity and energy Moving on to vanilla. Vanilla is typically um, associated or used for calming, love, sweetness, fortune, and balancing. Um, With that being said, that's where I'm going to leave this week's episode. I want to thank you all for sharing this time with me and following and reviewing the podcast. It truly helps. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. I will be back next week with a brand new episode on how to activate herbs. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.